Welcome into the Redeemed Podcast. I think we're on episode eight or nine. Not too sure. I'd have to look here in a second. But I want to let everybody know we are on Apple Podcasts now. And um, if you could get on there sometime, if you've enjoyed listening to this and just rate it, because the higher ratings that we have, the more that it gets distributed to other people in the country and maybe even the world. And this podcast can catch hold. I've uh, I've asked people that are close to me and I've prayed about it. I'll continue to pray about it. But I think that's the avenue that God wants me to take with this right now. I'm not going to set this up on social media or anything. So I would again just ask, share this with people if it encourages you, help somebody out and uh, just have those conversations with people. Let them know that you love them and care about them. We're going to talk about forgiveness today, um, something that's very hard for me to do sometimes, and I'm sure hard for a lot of people in this country and the world for that matter. And um, I want to talk about one of the instances of forgiveness I had as a as a young child. We were in the backyard at my uh, ninny and pappy's house. Those are my grandparents. Um, we're playing baseball, and I remember that I was hitting and the pitch came in, and I fouled it off, and the next thing you know, there was a sound behind me, and the ball had went through the living room window, and lots of things went through my head at that point in time. I did not think I would make it past my uh, 10th year of life to my 11th birthday. I thought, oh my gosh, is Pappy going to be mad? Luckily, I ran into the house right away, um, my ninny was standing there and I think those were the first words I uttered. What, um, do you think Pappy will be mad? And she assured me right away. No, I, I don't think he will. So, um, my, my grandpa is a, is a very good man. I, I'm sure that he had it in his heart to forgive me, but also at the same time, I'm pretty sure she calmed him down maybe a little bit. And, uh, it leads us into our first verse. We're going to look at, uh, Matthew six, 14 and 15. Uh, Matthew six fourteen it says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. Now, I didn't sin against my grandpa, and I don't remember him sinning against me at any point in time in my life, but that story illustrates very well these two verses right here. You know, he forgave me for something that I had done. And sometime down the life, which I don't ever know him to have wronged me, I would forgive him as well. Because when we forgive, we forgive out of love. And that's something we have to remember to do, that we're going to be wronged very many times in this life and probably will continue to be at times. The life of a Christian is not a life of ease. But we need to make sure we remember to forgive others because Jesus was the first one to forgive us when God sent him to this world to die for our sins. So please remember that as we move forward. Our next verses we're going to look at is going to be in Ephesians. And we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. And in that verse, it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. It lays it out very plain and simple right there. Not with malice, not with hatred or anger. Be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. We are imperfect people, and the gift we were given by grace for Christ to have forgiven us our sins is something that we take very lightly sometimes. 
we're supposed to forgive. We mess up. Other people are going to mess up. It doesn't mean that it'll necessarily give us closure right away. But think about any grudge you have held on to in your life. That thing eats at you, inside of you, and before you know it, it affects you more than the person that actually wronged you that you think that you're mad at. You get bitter. It makes life terrible. Forgive people. Not only will you be in a good mind frame with our Father because he, we're called to forgive because he first forgave us, but you'll also have a peace about you. And when you have that Holy Spirit inside of you guiding you and you know that it's our job to forgive because God first forgave us, you'll be filled with a peace that is unimaginable and on another worldly level. So make sure we forgive and we're kind and compassionate to one another. Our next three verses are going to be in Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. In Colossians, it says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other. And forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. If we go back to that verse right there, one of them is if any of you has a grievance against someone. Some of you may not know this, but uh, I've umpired baseball for the last 15 years. And lot, many more great memories than bad memories. But at a point in time here and there, a coach or a fan or even parents in the stands, they're going to have a grievance against you. And I can remember doing the Legion wooden bat tournament a number of years ago, seven, eight, maybe nine years ago. And Portsmouth had this coach named Jack Brannon. And I just read an article on him the other day in the newspaper. Um, He retired as an assistant coach for the Shawnee women's basketball team. But anyways, long story short, Jack, very humble man, very upright. I got to read the article, Christian man, just would do anything for anyone. And I remember it was early on umpiring and there was a ball hit out in front of the plate. And I assumed it was going to be a foul ball. So I called a foul too quick. And there's the ball standing in front of the plate in fair territory. But once you call it fouls an umpire, that's it. Can't change it. And Jack comes out. And Jack says, Matt, what's going on? It's a fair ball and you called it foul. I didn't even take my mask off. I said it quietly to him. I said, Jack, I screwed it up. I called it too quick. Jack said, okay, and headed back to the dugout. And that was it. And I thought about that moment for a second, and I've thought about the times that I've been too hard on officials as a basketball coach, times that maybe I need to be more patient with my wife or my son or a coworker or any, any time, traffic. The fact that Jack was able to forgive right away in that instance not only showed the type of character that he was as a human being, but also kind of illustrates the forgiveness that Christ gives us. We're going to screw up. I I feel like that I I don't screw up as much now as I did eight years ago as an umpire, but I'm still going to mess up. Just messed up one the other day as well. 
I'm going to mess up as a father. I'm going to mess up as a husband. I'm going to mess up as a teacher, a coach. Anything that I've been entrusted with, I will mess up from time to time. But just because we mess up doesn't mean we don't need forgiveness. And just because somebody has wronged you and maybe you're not willing to forgive them, they deserve it. That's the key point to drive home with all these verses is that people deserve forgiveness because we were first given that forgiveness from Christ. And that last part of this Colossian set of verses that I really love is that over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. The love of Christ is bound together with the action of forgiveness. We have to love in our hearts as Christ loved us, and then also put the action with it as forgiveness. He was able to take that sin that we had and almost handed a blank check and said, here you go, washed away forever. So every time that we sin, it's just like it's washed away. It's clean slate, ready to go. But we have to make sure that we're willing to forgive others in the process. And I want to illustrate one more point with Christ if we look at Luke 23, 34. Jesus is on the cross. He has carried it up the hill. He has been scourged. He has went through everything at this point. He is about, or he's in the process of being crucified, and he's close to dying. Even at the very end of everything that has happened, this is what Jesus says. Luke 23, 34. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. That verse, to me, struck me when I read it a few minutes ago. I didn't have this thing prepared. I was just reading my Bible in my living room, and then it was just like, do, 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 like one verse after another, one the way after another. And I'm like, are you sure about this, God? Because somebody needs to hear this tonight. I needed to hear this tonight. But if Christ is willing to forgive the people that are harming him at the end like that, we need to forgive these minor transgressions that people do against us in life. We may have been humiliated. We may have been made to look like we were the aggressor or made to look like that we don't know what we're doing, but we have to make sure that we forgive. So I encourage you, as you go on this week, forgive someone. Reach out to somebody that may have wronged you, or if you wronged somebody, reach out to them and say, I'm sorry. It is amazing what can happen Can happen when we reach out in love and reach out with compassion and just are willing to forgive. I know this one was a little longer this week, but again, God was putting it on my heart to talk about this. I would encourage you um, to look up the song uh, Sanctus Real, uh, the song called Forgiveness. And one of the lines in that song says, I may not measure up in this life, but I'm a treasure in the arms of Christ. Please remember that this week, no matter how much you mess up, no matter how many times you may fall, we're able to get back up every single time because our identity is not in these worldly things. It is in the arms of Christ and the identity of being redeemed and forgiven by him. Thanks so much for tuning in. God bless you all. I will see you next week.